Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Penalty Loop Podcast, a podcast about biathlon by Jordan Gottschalk from Penalty Loop and a regular guest, RJ Weiss from Biathlon Analytics. Good evening, RJ. How you doing, man? I'm doing well. Uh, how are you? Uh, I'm I'm on cloud nine. I think I texted you roughly eighteen thousand times this weekend. Have you seen the race yet? Have you seen the race? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you uh, you seemed like a person who was very very eager to chat about it and <sighs> really excited because he knew that I wasn't hadn't seen them yet. So <laughs> yeah, well, I just I just wanted to I didn't want to tell you things and then and mm-hmm. ruin it for you. I appreciated so. that. Yeah. yeah. So I I held on and we actually have only barely talked about anything uh, before right now we. Yeah. We saved it for the pod, as they say. Um, yes. So yeah, what you're going to hear. the amount of time I spend inside, um, <laughs> it was uh, surprising how how hard it was to actually watch some biathlon. But uh, Yeah. Well, so you did you did sort of the healthy thing, and you got some sleep. Well, and I, and I stayed inside, so I didn't freeze to death. <laughs> yeah, this is also true. How, what, we what's had, the... Uh, the the worst was uh, uh, the feels like temperature was minus forty eight mm-hmm. Celsius, mm-hmm. and I think that's, it was that's on the horrible. Thermometer was minus thirty three. So, um, you want to know what it is here? I'm looking right now. Uh, so, yeah, we bundled the kids up like crazy. So we had Ben's birthday party this weekend. We bundled them up, you know, because it was really cold outside. It's uh, it's eleven. So um, Celsius, yeah. Yeah, minor very very but cold. It's very funny where I think tomorrow is the last cold day, and then it gets up. So when it's going to be minus fifteen, it's going to feel like a hot and balmy day, you know, <laughs> t-shirt day. <laughs> think about the difference between minus fifteen and eleven. Like, <laughs> yeah. the difference between. Like, anyway, uh, that's a that's a whole tangent. But but here's what we got to do. I'm sure that our sure... listener in the Yukon. Remember oh, the lady that, that uh, <laughs> yeah, we from make sure. she's like, yeah. <laughs> we got to make sure That's this not doesn't happen in March. We cannot have this in oh, March. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely yeah. not. Yeah, not not bringing everybody over here, not flying up there just to uh, have races canceled for cold. Yeah. but Okay, third time, try. What we're going to talk about today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, – we're going to do it a little differently today. So normally, you know, uh, what we've been doing for, for a while now is just like we get into it and we just start bouncing back and forth. What are the things that stood out to us? And uh, this weekend was a little bit different. So this weekend sort of had, at least in my mind, it sort of had a story that kind of went through the entire week. Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to go through it uh, sort of chronologically. And, and and of course, we can't help ourselves. So there will be tangents and we will <laughs> get ourselves wildly distracted and, and you know, we'll... We'll be on the the women's relay race from Wednesday, and we'll be talking about things that happened today. But but bear with us; we're going to try to go through it. This is not going to be a regular thing. This is just a a one time a one time deal. But um, and since we're mixing things up, why yeah. don't I start with a question for you? Oh man, okay. Um, so today, and we're talking uh, Sunday. So on the date of the men's relay, no, sorry. See, I'm already. <laughs> Going off. So um, talking about Wednesday, was men's yes. relay on Wednesday? Thursday. Men's relay something, on Thursday. A Thursday. Okay. Something quite uh, extraordinary happened in that on race. When, in the men's relay. On the men's relay. Okay. Have Do you have any idea what, what's, what was different? Well, lots than... of very extraordinary things happened, but I'm not sure what you're referring to. 
Well, what can you come up with? Uh, Campbell Wright, an American, was was leading <laughs> in, the, in the first lap. I don't uh, know. Yeah, uh, that's a good too. So okay. this had not happened since the second World Cup from the 2018-19 season. Oh, and that was that in the men's relay race, no team got lapped. Whoa, that is amazing. Because I saw it today, or well, I was going through the results, and I was like, oh, nobody got lapped. And it wasn't a day that Norway wasn't particularly strong or anything. Like, they were still doing their thing. Yeah, they won by 45 seconds. And then um, I was like, oh, I wonder if this happened last year. And then I kept going back and back and back. And yeah, so. <laughs> where men's, in, uh, in the location, the location was also in Rupoling. No, so the last time that okay. another team did not get lapped was Hochfilsen. Really? Yeah. And well, for the women, uh... it was last year in Oberhof. Can I ask you um, a question? And and I'm probably on the high of just having watched biathlon every day, you know, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Look, I'm already getting distracted, by the way. Um, and also because Oberhof looked so gross and then Rupolding mm. was gorgeous, right? There was, Picturesque, there was yeah. snow on the trees and there was no no major wind. The fans were just were were beside themselves with excitement. There was just gorgeous sunny days. So Rupolding, where where does it rank for you as a biathlon venue? Is it near the top, in the middle, sort of boring no, near the bottom? It's definitely near the top and um I like that it's I, I guess they call it a an, an easy mm-hmm. entry to the range and stuff, but I think it helps with keeping the field closed. Yes, but I yeah. think for me the underlying thing is that the music they always play there and uh, the <laughs> the songs they sing just reminds me of my childhood yeah. when we used, yeah. used to go to Austria. Yeah, and it just has gives me good vibes. Yeah, and no, you it's... know the big crowds that reminds me of the times that I would get up at seven in the morning to watch races in Holland and yeah, so it's it's really a feel good uh, place for me. Yeah, yeah, and when I watch it. So the, the you know two two different things. One is that like this is why biathlon belongs in Germany because the crowds are just un, unbelievable. Yeah. Um, you know they showed a shot this morning and it looked like they were like seven or eight deep around parts of the track, which is just pretty cool. Not obviously yeah. not all the way around, but you know. But um, and also the way that the stadium is set up, it feels like the crowd is like right on top of the athletes as they're shooting, which right. is yeah. kind of unique. Um, but then also, like you said, the way that the course is set up. It's an easier range. The course itself is not particularly challenging, just a couple of punchy climbs. And it just, it seems to lend itself to tight races, which is fun. And mm-hmm. I, I would, if you, if you have friends who might be interested in biathlon, you could pick any one of these, maybe not the men's relay, but we'll give it to that. Um, but any of the other relays or any of the other races, and you could just say, watch this and they'll be hooked. Right. Cause it's, yeah, there were so many and if they're great not, races. Then they, you don't then have to bother it, anymore, it, right? Yeah, then it's not going to happen. Yeah. This is it, right? Yeah. You can't, you can't do better than this. Okay, no, for sure. Um, all right, so let's jump into Wednesday. So we started all out right. on on Wednesday, which is unusual. It always happens in polling that we have a Wednesday race, and it was the women's relay that led us off. And we don't need to go straight through the um, through the 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 top ten like that's going to be kind of boring and i assume that everybody knows what that is by now but um it was just it, there were a lot of like really cool moments that happened in this race and i think 
chief amongst them, at least for me, was that the last lap sort of came down to, uh, or not the last lap, but the last leg, Simone versus Elvira. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you've got two of the 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 top women in biathlon kind of going head to head for the win. And yeah, I don't think anybody is is super surprised that Simone came out on top. Like she is just a killer, and yeah. she loves those those one on one moments. So. Um, but I think we would all sign up for that every day of the week to see those two going, going at it for well, the Well, the win. fact that, that at the last shooting, you still don't know who's going to win, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. But, you know, yeah. barring somebody like blowing up a, a four-shot lead. But, um, yeah, it was just a cool yep. race to, uh, to, to stay at the edge of your seat kind of thing. Yeah. And, that and was the just home, like home team did well, setter. so that was... Yeah, that was a good mm-hmm. story, and then Kebinger not having the season start that she was hoping for, and then uh, hey. you know being put into the fourth spot and just doing really well. She brought him home in third, and did you see yeah. her on those first couple laps? Like she was working hard, oh, to yeah. stay with Elvira and Simone, and, and you knew she didn't have the speed, but she's like, man, if I can go perfect and they mess up, like at least I could put myself there. It paid off. It was so fun, yeah. and, and we we got to talk to her, so I was of course cheering for her. But um, that was that was I loved it. Did you see? Did yeah. you see Preutz, um on her on her lap on her leg? So and uh, I I for the first time was able to watch on my TV for since since the Olympic Channel went away in the United States because I am actually secretly an eighty seven year old man. But I figured out how to cast <laughs> to my my TV. <laughs> And, um, so I was able to actually like see Preutz's expression on her face, like as she went in for that final shoot and like, it was like super confident. It was like really calm. And that's, that's obviously just reading body language. It could, you know, she probably looks that way every time, but it was like, as she was settling into it, I was like, oh, she's making these, she's hitting these and, um, and ends up putting Germany in the lead. And, um, she was going up against Sophie Chaveau and Mona Brorson. So not, not nobody's Lena Hackey Gross was in that leg as well. So, um. Actually, I think she was like two, but it, it doesn't matter, right? She it was a it was just a really a nice mm-hmm. a nice moment for. Her. Yeah, now that you have that eye for detail, you can start seeing the uh, <laughs> pulse rates on their watches too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll be looking for it. Um, yeah, and then uh, I've I've got like fifty eight notes here, so get ready, guys. This is going to be a a very long, <laughs> very long pod. I can see RJ just uh, put his head down. Um. Uh, and the, 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 the other main, uh, person that I thought had just like a phenomenal leg that, that really impressed me was Amy Becerga for, um, for Switzerland. And it wasn't like she was a world killer out there, but it was like really, the word that came to mind was like really professional. Like it was just like, she Mm -hmm. went out there and just like really did her job and brought Switzerland home. And she's only really in her second year. Um, and brought home switzerland for fourth place it is their now uh their fifth time in the flowers uh in the last two seasons so switzerland really kind of becoming a regular there in the top the top five top six yeah. and it sort of set the table for becerga herself because um and and she went on to get 18th in the sprint and then 12th in the pursuit um 12th being tied for her career best so um an all-around great weekend for her but uh you could you could see it sort of coming in that in that uh relay really like and um i would be remiss if we got out of this without mentioning lisa patazzi who had one of the most amazing shootings i've ever seen in my life did you see this 
the fast shooting? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Where she she shot in 28.7 seconds with two reloads. Yeah, it was those fingers yeah, like how I, do they move that fast? Well, and yeah, what always shocks me is one thing to do it with bare hands, but try to do like try to yeah. take a bullet with gloves on. It, <laughs> it's it's just... really hard. I yeah. I really struggle with it, but I mean, I've, I think eons ago i i always talked about how fast these athletes can just load a, a magazine yeah. with five bullets but yeah it's uh they they got it nailed down for sure it was that was unreal she was like a machine yeah. um and then of course uh one team that we didn't mention norway um yeah Moritz gogan uh led them off and she ended up with two penalty loops and they were just out of it for the rest of the race um yeah. it's hard i mean you don't want to get too down on her and um, I think it happens is, to yeah pretty much any athlete at some point. Yeah, and, and this is not the course. There's just not a lot, not a lot that you can make up. You know. But. Right. Did you like how the Canadian women looked? Yes, I did. I was first of all, I was happy to see them back on the World Cup. Yes. Um, but yeah, they. I think they had a great, uh, great race. Um, and 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 especially as a team. They did really well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, I was, I was pretty stoked to see that. So, yeah. So, um, yeah, it was, it was nice having them back out there. Emma Lunder, I think was, was in like the lead group. Um, yeah, after the first, was, like, uh, just looking 19 seconds behind here. Yeah. So she was yeah. like, she was right up there. She looked, she looked so good. Um, I, I was really happy to have them all back and, um, it ended mm-hmm. up being a really good week for, for the Canadians. And we can get into that more later, yep. but, um, yeah, just happy to see it. Um, moving on to Thursday, men's relay day. Sorry, I just wanted to mention oh, uh, that Ukraine got fifth place. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, so it's fine. You can see this. Oh, well, no, you can't because nobody can read my handwriting. <laughs> um, I skipped right over it. I had it. I had it right there on my on my list. Um, um, or- one more question I had. Oh dear. Is this yeah. the end of Hannah on the relay team? Um Well, they didn't really seem to miss her. I think that I guess the, yeah. Anna uh, Magnuson has has done well enough and Mona Brorson's in the best form of her career, so I think they don't really need her right now and in fact I would say she's more of a hindrance than anything else, so I would I if I if I was the coach and I was picking the world championship relay team. This is the four I would go with. Mm-hmm. I think that. Yeah. Cause Magnuson also had the fastest time, right? In her loop. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and Hannah, I mean, I guess in theory, like she has a higher ceiling, but she is certainly not. Yeah. But her sh- shooting. That, yeah. That's, and that's such a risk factor, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like so it's one I, thing if you, if you're a bit slower, but like we saw with Hannah Kabinger, okay. Mm-hmm. She was not the fastest skier that, uh, that, uh, fifth loop, I guess, but um, you know, some solid shooting still keeps you in uh, in contention, and that's yeah. what the last couple of races we've seen from Hannah is she can just throw it all up in the air, right? But, yeah, anyway. yeah. No, no, no. I, 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 I agree. Uh, question for you: Are these the three that we're going to see on the podium at uh, World Championships, or is Norway going to be back up there? I've, uh, yeah, I, well, I definitely think Norway will be in it longer 
Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're going to make the podium because I mean, so these three: France, Sweden, Germany, yeah. and then I think Switzerland, Italy, uh, Norway. I can all see get to the podium. Yeah, and then you know, uh, maybe more uh, outsiders: Ukraine and uh, the Ukraine Czech Republic is shooting. But I was going to mention really well. Davidova yeah. seems to be finally uh, mm-hmm. yes hitting it up, and and we've seen what the Austrians can do, even though. They're not looking great as a team right now, but yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I would not be surprised if if Norway's back in the on the yeah. podium. Yeah, uh, yeah. I just, yeah. No, I agree. I agree. They, I mean, because it's also I was excellent. looking at you yeah. know the second, third, and fourth loop, and the Norwegians aren't up there. But then it's like, well, if you have that far behind, would you? You're a minute and a half still behind. go all out yeah. if you're not Tandervolt because I'm sure she has only one button and that's like cool on, <laughs> right? Yeah. She's still at the third yeah. time in in her uh, in her loop. Yeah. No, but, I get. Yeah, if you're if you're that far behind, you're like, do I do I drain my legs for the sprint or do I just? Yeah. Yeah. So. And all you right. know, being Norway, I don't I don't know if you really care if you're tenth or seventh. Yeah. You just want to win. Right. Yeah. That's tough. Yeah. Three fifty, three sixteen back. Oof. But do you have Skogan in your team the next relay? No. Are you like, okay, this was your outlier, this was your worst case scenario, so you've had that now? Uh, well, I say no, but uh Johansson was sick. So I guess it depends on how she comes back. Hmm. Uh, Kirk, Kirk Aidi didn't really show a huge amount this week. Idaline has been awesome on the IBU cup and she's coming up for Antold. So mm. maybe, but that's a, that's a risk reward. Um, I guess. Yeah. Wow. Cause if she hits, she's fast. Yep. But big if. Well, she must be in a good mindset. But yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I probably might, I might go with her and say, you know what? Like there's nobody that you're saying is for sure. Is like, is like a sure thing in that fourth spot, so you might as well go with the one who's got the yeah. highest ceiling. I don't know. That's probably wrong, but that's why I don't get paid to make those decisions. <laughs> you wouldn't do it for free? Well, I would totally do it for free. Are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> now, I would get fired after a year, but <laughs> I would do it for free. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Men's Relay. Um, yeah, so Thursday men's relay, um, I mean, the end result, like you see, you see Norway on top and, and nobody's going to be surprised at all about that. Um, uh, there was, but at the, at the start, I felt like this was a B team. What without, without JT on it, JT. And then, you know, Lagret has, has had a so-so season and Christensen was coming back from not being. Yeah, and, and yeah, you, well would have, you would have expected and, yeah. Stromsheim to be on there after his win, and yeah, and, and yeah. Dala yeah. was kind of like mad yeah. that he wasn't on there, and yeah, well, in in the doesn't BT, matter, yeah, whatever, just just put put all six names in a hat, and you can pull them out in any order, and you're probably gonna. These guys yeah. are ranked one through six in the overall. Like, does it really matter? <laughs> well, <laughs> and then they would probably have at least two or three more in the top ten if they could, you know, have more people on the. On the World Cup. Oh, I know. Can I just tell you something but, that drove me crazy in this race? And this this might be the thing that stuck with me the most. So on lap three, you have you have Benny Dole, who knows better. You had Bobby and Claude, who should know better, and you had Taribo. 
uh, Taribu, and they they were they were skiing together on the second lap. And uh, did you were you? I don't know how close you watched this. They were skiing together on the second lap, and on one of the climbs, like Benny Dole just said, you know what? I've had enough, and basically just stopped moving, and like just completely stood up. And you know, Tari just keeps keeps on doing his thing. He's like, you know, it's like he's just ignoring what's going on around him. Yeah. They get to the top, and then it was like somebody lit a fire, like literally lit a fire, or like a bee stung Fabian Claude in the butt, and he takes off like a maniac for like, I don't know, 20 meters, and like gaps Dole, and Dole, you know, like comes back up, but it wasn't even like a normal surge. Like you've seen people put in like surges. He looked like, like he looked like he was really irked about something, and so these guys are just like screwing around, messing around on the second lap. Then they get under the range, and what happens? Tarje goes five for five while Benny Dole heads the penalty loop twice and Fabian Claude had a penalty loop. And I was like, you, yeah. you dunderheads, like Norway doesn't just give away relays. You're right there. Why are you playing games? Tarje. Yes. Why are you playing games on lap two of leg three? Right. Yeah. Even if it was lap two of, of, of like four, you still have another shooting and a whole nother lap to go. Like what, what yeah. was that? Anyway, that's enough. But didn't bother you too much. I hope. No, I, it drove me crazy. Like you guys don't. This this opportunity doesn't come around all the time. And Benny Dole yeah. should know better. That's that's what yeah. killed me. Like you got to know better than this. But anyway, in At the, the same end, time, I don't. I don't know. You got to try something, right? Yeah, it probably and, wasn't going to matter. Theoretically, um, yeah. If if Germany wanted to have a chance at gold, they needed to come out first after the third skier yeah no of course they needed they needed tario to miss and then maybe that was yeah. what it was all about but you're not i mean you're not going to get in his head like he's just well that yeah it's i, I find I, it fascinates me more and more to watch him yeah first how strong he still is but he's just so like relaxed and and it's, i don't know i really enjoy watching him oh, me too and he's he's in second place in the overall still. I keep waiting yeah. for him to like have an off week, but nope, there he is. Yeah. Oh man, he just he just keeps on uh, and, keeps and, on. And you trucking. can't you can't not think that he like I just envision him as you know I'll just do one more year and see how it goes. <laughs> you know, <laughs> just, and he's not that far behind his brother either, right? No, just, no, no. He's, he, he is well within range of winning the overall this year. <laughs> it's so yeah. crazy. Oh, man. But yeah. So, okay. You Quick know. question in between. Yeah, let's do it. Since we're talking about veterans. Yeah. So there's two veteran athletes from one nation who crawled into the top 30 after this weekend in the total score. Two veteran athletes from where? From one nation, from the same nation. Two veteran athletes, a, a, a male nation. and a female, male and oh, female. Oh, oh, sorry. Oh, and, yeah. and I'm supposed to name the nation or who they are. Oh, well, yeah. If you want to impress me, then you can do both. And they're over thirty. How yeah. old are they? I don't know exactly. Okay, okay. <laughs> I don't know, man. So they crawled into the but top thirty. So they were outside of the top thirty before, oh, and now outside of the, after outside this of the weekend, they're in the top, the top thirty. 30. Okay, so one of them is Lucy Sharvodova from the Czech Republic. No? No. Okay, I don't know. <laughs> We're talking uh, Simonator and Lisa Hauser. Oh. No, no. <laughs> They're both in 30th uh, right now. Oh, Lisa. 
Lisa so, bumped bumped up six places. I think yeah. she, uh, for some reason, I think she got a little uh, mot- extra motivation. Yeah, because one of her lifelong true supporters dumped her. By the I road did, I did. So she I just I, had a couple of bad results, and it's like, oh, I don't need you anymore. So one of the things I texted, I we didn't talk about results or or races. I told him that I'm officially moving on. I'm I am 100 uh, percent on the on the tangible train. So um, yeah. Sorry, Lisa. You will always have a special place in my heart. I enjoyed our time together. It uh, <laughs> it wasn't you; it was me. Um, but, <laughs> but we can uh, still be friends. <laughs> we can definitely still be friends. <laughs> Absolutely. And if you go out, if you have good results, I will be cheering for you. You know, like I always want good things for you. But uh, I just need to do what's best for me right now, and that's uh, that's moving on to a life with uh, with uh, Ingrid Landmark Tangerbold. Yeah, I think we're going to be very happy together. Thank you. Um, by the way, so the um, uh, my favorite thing that she does. Look, I'm in puppy love. My favorite thing that she does is uh, is the tongue out uh, during the during the races, and she does yes. it both before she starts and then also in the middle of in the middle of races too. So, uh, she does it pretty much anywhere. Yeah. So um, anyway, uh, <laughs> thank you for that. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, anytime. So I, I I look, and this weekend. I get to talk about Tangerwald a lot, so I'm happy. Um, but but Lisa Hauser did. She actually, it has been a rough year in all seriousness, and and she did start to show a little bit of something this this week. So I was happy to see it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I told you all about my frustrations about <laughs> about uh, Germany and France, but Germany still came in uh, still came in second because Navrat yeah. had that really awesome uh, really awesome last leg. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even probably. though um, Giacomel looked really strong, Giacomel, Giacomel, yes. Second, did you see he, this? Wasn't he like really far behind, and then all of a sudden he was still getting pretty close? He was, yeah. So, uh, to by the way, Hofer, Hofer, by the way, also had a really strong leg and yes, kind of set him yeah, up. Yeah. But um, yeah, so uh, they started out what like 15, 20 seconds back, and Giacomel was was slowly pulling on time time back, and Navras just just stayed away, but. Um. Uh, I was going to say this. Here's a trivia question for you, um, and maybe you already had this, but the last time that Italy finished on the podium in the men's relay in two consecutive, uh, two consecutive relays, I know it's been a long time, if ever. Yeah. So, uh, it was interesting. It 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 revealed to me a flaw in the IBU's uh data keeping. So. Uh, the last time was in the ninety seven ninety eight season, but the interesting thing is in the relays for that season, they only document the top three teams. So it looks like in the in the data that there were only three teams running. So it looks like they they got third of three. Oh, I assume that there were more, but that's all that's listed, and I couldn't find the results anywhere else. So interested, yeah. So that I thought that was curious. And if huh. you assume that there are, if you take it, take it for what it's worth, right, that there were only three teams and that they by default got on the podium both times, then you'd <laughs> yeah. have to go back to the last relay of 1993 and of the 93-94 season and the first relay of the 94-95 season. So it's been a long time. Hmm. So congratulations to them. But Jacamel, good gracious, what a weekend he had. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So, and, and, that combined with Hardwick doing really well again. Uh it got me excited, didn't the it? The race is back on. Yeah. 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 It got me excited and and um but 
Yeah. Oh, Hartwig had a pretty good relay too. I didn't write it down, but but he had a pretty good relay. And mm-hmm. uh, Stalder. Um, shot clean, right? Yeah. Hartwig. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, and Stalder was the fastest in his leg, which included uh, Johannes Dalla. So. Not bad. Yeah. Total time, not ski time. I'm sorry. Total time, not ski time. Yeah. yeah total time. Okay. Yeah. And so, uh, do we need to talk about Sweden or is it kind of confirming what we've mentioned before where they just don't have the depth on the men's side? I think, yeah. It's it's sad, right? I mean, yeah. you feel really bad for Ponsalom and Samuelson. They're mm-hmm. just so far back when they take over that they need to do just superhuman efforts to even get well mm, you start relying on yeah. other really strong athletes having an awful day yeah that's it yeah right i don't know what they do because it's not like there are immediate there are some younger guys but they're not ready to come up yet no and Jesper Nellen had a pretty good year last year so i think they probably were expecting him to be solid this year and, and he's had some moments but um yeah not this race no no um oh here's one for you uh so in that in that leg i mentioned with uh stalder and and johannes dalla there was also jacqueline and there was johannes kuhn um now do you know so so i'll tell you this jacqueline came in fourth on that leg fourth fourth total time on that leg he was tied with somebody else do you know who he was tied with not any of the names I've already mentioned. I'll give you some options that were uh, also. I'm, I'm sorry, I I just happened to check that lap, and I have it right in front of me. So yeah, you know who it is, right? Yeah, who is it? Maxim Makarov. How crazy is that? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's awesome. And Simonator, yeah. uh, only six seconds behind that. I, that's it. You took it right out from me. Yep. So uh, yeah. How cool is that? Yeah. Um and then and then we're missing the the big things, right? So so we talked about uh Campbell Wright leading, right? So he had that awesome first leg and he was he was leading off the range and he clearly sees just sort of he got he wore himself out on a lap three, but uh Sean Doherty actually had a really great second second leg mm. as well. So uh Team USA was was in the race until Jake Brown had a little bit of a misadventure on the range. But yeah. um, it's nice. It was nice to see the, the no, totally. Stars and Stripes. To, to be up in there for that long, right? Yeah. Yeah. It just yeah. doesn't, does oh, not happen. Cool. Um, yeah. Right. So we were, yeah, we were pretty excited to see it. Um, uh, anything else you had from the relay? Um, nope. Austria fifth, Slovenia sixth. Yeah. Um, all right. So, Canada so that 15. was. Was that Canada fifteen? Fifteen, yeah, yeah. Again, good to see them back. It was. Uh, that was just kind of like our 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 warm up into the into the weekend because it only sort of got crazier from there. Um, so, women's sprint on Friday, and my girl Ingrid Landmark Tangervold with her second win of the season, and she looked good, didn't she? She did. Yeah. She looked very confident and well, given the fact that she, you know, was almost twenty seconds ahead, it was right. Good example of uh how she was doing, so Yeah. 
So she was second fastest on the day. Um, and that uh, I don't, I think that's the best she's ever done. She's never been fastest on the day. So uh, she I don't think that. she'll be fastest anytime soon with Lampage. Nope, not as long the... as Lampage is out there. <laughs> no, because it, it, 12 seconds still. Yeah, I know. Yeah, hey, but it, we, you know, amongst normal. also had an amazing race, by the way, 14th for Lampage. Yeah, yeah. She that's did, actually. pretty awesome, um, though. But hey, don't, don't distract me. No, um, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> but tangible, right? So, so, so second fastest on the day, she was 10 for 10 and, and anytime she does 10 for 10, like she's going to be right in the mix. But mm-hmm. what I was really impressed with, like most of anything was her standing shooting. She was, uh, it was like what? 24.3 seconds. And she is not a fast shooter. So that was really a good sign to me that she was feeling it. Um, so I'm hopeful. But you that- know what? As spectacular as, as it is to see the, you know, rattling down in, in 20 yeah. seconds or whatever. Yeah. There's a time for that. But you don't think, think that was it? Well, when you're in a position like this, yeah. it, I don't think you have to. Like it's, yeah. I, I, I mean, it depends on your rhythm and everything, but I don't mm-hmm. think you have to rush better to play it safe and take, you know, a couple seconds extra. If, yeah. if, you know, that gives you just a bit more security, but I think for some, it's just the rhythm that they're in and, mm-hmm. you know, to shoot and to shoot again and it's good and you shoot again and it just keeps you going. Yeah. So it's, uh, yeah, it, she just had the perfect race, right? It was, it was, I think it was the best race. And I, I don't say this to be hyperbolic. I think it was the best race she's ever run. Um, and, uh, yeah, it was, it was as a as a you know just as a, as a fan of biathlon in general like it's fun to see her coming into her own this year right and we've talked about it a lot yeah, so it, i don't you know no keep going no and i was going to say cuz the her first win was the end of last year but then it felt like most of the athletes had sort of not given up but they mm-hmm. felt like they weren't really giving it their all mm-hmm. um for here obviously everybody yeah. was still you know yeah yeah right um so yeah, it's just, it's just, it's like I said, talked about it a lot, but just uh, watching her develop from being decidedly in the shadow of, of Ekhoff and Roisland to last year sort of starting to, to take the leadership role, but then Roisland coming back halfway through the season. And now, mm-hmm. like she is, she is definitely, you know, uh, number one on that team. And, and not only is she number one on that team, but she is looking like she is ready to compete to be number one overall. And, and yes. we'll, we'll, you know, we'll get to that. At, at the end of the pot, I think, but and I will um, say, yellow looks good on her. It does, right? It does, <laughs> and uh, we'll be seeing it again soon. But we'll, we'll, we'll. I do want to talk about that at the end. Um, okay. Um, for me, uh, Jean Monod stood out in the sense that she didn't stand out, but still got fourth. Right. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, I had a lot of fun watching uh, Julia Ten Tanheimer. Yes, uh, who made yeah. her debut? Debut. Yes, and um, I think I'm not sure if she started last, but she was 94, so she was pretty close, pretty much at the end. Yeah, and at your first race to shoot clean, also with the pressure of I know, like it's one thing to you know have the crowd, mm-hmm. but being 94th, there was hardly anybody um, yep. in the range when she shot. So you you know that everybody's watching you, and I don't think yep. a lot of spectators had gone by then. They so, were waiting for her. Yeah, well, and to still shoot clean, I oh man, yeah. that was so much fun to see. It was, and 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 and, and, and I know you've uh, you've dived 
more into the IBU Cup and stuff, so yeah. maybe you knew of her, but it's not a name that I was very familiar with. But uh, well, and and yeah, so she's definitely one 18, of those ones eh? with eighteen yeah, years with old, high expectations, just like Selena Groshen. And, and immediately, like even during the race, the commentator started comparing her to Dalmire, and wow. you know, just and it's like, guys, Neuner. can we just let her run a race, right? Yeah, like can we just you know. Just, just let can we can we wait until she's twenty three before we get there? Like, yeah, I don't no, know. Fair enough. But um, with her and Puff and and uh, and Groschen coming up, I think there's this really cool generation of German women, and um, yeah. really hoping that you know, yeah, I mean, it could be a lot of fun in a few years. But uh, that was and just that was pretty awesome young to ones see. in general. Well, I mean, young ones, but um, new faces that mm-hmm. really do well. Like, uh, uh, what's that French Richard? And there was another. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she was 20th you again, know, right? O- I mean, Océane Michelon, 21 what, years I, old. I missed her. 38, 38th French yeah. girl. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. So, and also, um, really good races by the Canadians. Moser, Nadia oh. Moser, 23rd. Yes. Benita Pfeiffer, 32nd. Yes. Lunder, 35th. So, yeah. I think there was well, one that was, who uh, didn't start. But. Tied a personal best for Nadia Moser. Mm-hmm. And it was a personal yeah, no, best for Benita Pfeiffer, but that didn't last very long. Right, right. Um, speaking of of young ones, Sarah Anderson, uh, Swede, Swedish, yes, woman, yeah, yeah, sixteenth place. So, um, and she was fourth Swede. Yeah, I know. Sixteenth <laughs> uh, place in your fourth on your own team. <laughs> yeah, but um, uh, not a young one, Mona Brorson. 33 years old uh, and got yeah. her second podium. And, and, you know, it's hard, right? You run this awesome race and it has to be on the day that that Tangervold is, is just on fire. But, yeah. you know, uh, that was really cool to see. Uh, I was, I was genuinely very happy to, to see her get up on the podium. And you said it was her second podium, second career podium. Nice. Yep. That's a, a personal best for, her. um, I, she's really like the last couple of weeks, has she's been strong very strong right yeah um and and i was worried about her last year because you know being 32 when she actually got demoted to the ibu cup for a little bit and i was Mm. wondering like is that you know she's had a solid career just a uh you know a good not great but good biathlete and and was that sort of the end of it but um you know not yet she she accepted the challenge um you mentioned jean minot and and i agree you know she was invisible but in a good way yeah you know like that's exactly but it was like i don't remember anything about her race nothing about it stood out and she was fourth and that's just yeah. that's just i like it a lot um one person who also didn't show up much oh i think she started one of the first so she showed up in that way but uh vanessa vote is not really having uh, a yeah great time she looks so good in sweden Mm. Yeah, I always wonder if there's, you know, because she had that fall in Oberhof, right? And then she, uh, I think oh, she, she missed did. a You're relay. Right. She did. Yeah. She did raise one. Did she fall in the sprint and then raced her pursuit or something and then missed a relay? 
I don't remember which one it was, but yeah. But I, was, I wonder if that's also still, if she's still yeah. recovering from that a bit. And So I went back, I actually went back and watched it after you and I had talked about it because it, it, you described it as being worse than it was in my memory. And it was definitely worse than it was, you know, my memory. Like that, so. Well, I don't even know if, if the fall itself or, or the fact that she was just in the full split. Yeah. Yeah. And then the combination of that is obviously yep. <laughs> even worse. But, uh, Not good. No. Um, uh, and then I already mentioned Baserga getting an 18th. That was a really solid race for her. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, uh, Yaki Jakiela, uh, the Polish woman, 23rd, yeah. uh, was her second best ever finish. That was kind of cool. Um, very nice. I know, that, uh, I know that her coach was very excited about it. Um, and then, oh, the other one I had written down was uh, uh, Hatik Waltz. Uh, in sixth, and yeah. uh, you know, and she obviously did very She's well in the pursuit as well. Having but, a good yeah. uh, series, eh? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Really good. And uh, uh, Baiba, let's not forget mm-hmm. her fortieth yep. fortieth uh, spot. I need to catch up with her. I know. Yeah. I wonder. How, I wonder how she's feeling. It still yeah. amazes me just to see her. Racing. She just had a baby three months yeah. ago. It's crazy. I, I will yeah. never get over the human body and especially like a woman's body and the ability to I was just recover from say, that. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, I just, it's crazy. But uh, anyway, uh, um, I think this is going to sound crazy. I think this was the most boring. I, I was really excited with who won, but I think this was the most boring of all of the races. And it was good, right? Yeah. And I yeah, mentioned this. Yeah. It, no. Well, I was going to say, like, as I mentioned, I had a, a hard time this weekend to find time to actually sit down and really follow the races. Um, and I find especially the sprint. Yeah. I find the sprint is a race where I want to watch the race while I have a laptop open with all the stats and where you can see where everybody is and mm-hmm. compare and that kind of thing. And I didn't have that. And then it's it's a bit, of, and especially when you know you're not fully focused on it you're just kind yeah. of looking every now and then you don't you you see people shoot but you don't really know where they sit in the in the positions and so no i, yeah, I it, it was it, not it, a race that really pulled me in let's put it that way yeah it's hard it's hard sprints are hard to watch because it's just so chaotic sprints and, and individuals too but especially it can be. i find it yeah especially when the field is spread out a bit and you know yeah. you're at Oh, uh, athlete you, 46. Just, I should say, you know, if you're able to watch, right. If you're able to actually pay attention, right. If you can, if mm, you can have yeah. like your, your data center pulled up and you can be, you can have that in front of you and you're watching, like yeah. you can, you, you know, but, um, yeah, they can also, if you're not, if you're in and out, you can be like, I have no idea what's going on. Yeah. Um, speaking of, of, uh, sprints that pulled me in any way. I thought the men's sprint, I thought this was one of my favorite men's sprints that I've seen in, in mm. a while. And, and we had a really exciting one earlier this year as well, but um, I think it wasn't, was it Hochfilsen? But I think this was my, I think this one topped it because it just felt like <clears throat> it was another one of the sprints where it's just like, it seemed like somebody came in and like, oh, that's going to be the win. And you're like, oh, here comes another one. Here comes another mm. one. Here, right. So. Yeah. Cause I'm, let's see here. Christensen. But he was only 
what was he, 10th or something after shooting one? Or Christensen? Is that what it was? Well, I'm just there's a that chart where you can see the yeah. progression. Yeah. And sometimes the race just shows, you know, the three collared bars are all at the top. Yeah. But um, like here, Taribo, after sh- or at shooting one, he was 20 some seconds behind. Giacomel was around 40 seconds behind. So, well, and right. So, I don't know how much you followed the uh, the sort of drama with Christensen coming into the race and and or into the weekend. I don't, I, I hate calling it drama because that probably plays it up too much. But um, he was a little bit irked about not being in Oberhof. Um, you know, just being a competitor. That my read of it was just being a competitor. He wanted to be there. Um, and, okay, and didn't. I actually thought that it was sort of a mutual agreement of let's just take one race weekend off and get my yeah. head back straight. But yeah. I guess he, it wasn't really the case. He was irked, right? And um, mm. so uh, he he wanted to prove that, hey, don't leave me off. Like, And he actually said like he wanted to prove that coming into the, into the weekend. Mm. And he wanted to make a real case that I should be on the relay at the world championships and then being such a competitive team like he he really felt like he needed to make a statement and right boy did he ever <laughs> you know <laughs> can't can't do much better than this right so he 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 won the won the sprint by a solid 17 seconds over Giacomo and um he just looked awesome and actually in in the post-race interview and, and he said this right so if you just read it it looks a little bit nastier than it really was he said it definitely being a little bit a little bit cheeky he said it was sweet revenge on the on the coaches for for leaving him out of Oberhof. So, um, but yeah, but he's he's on pretty cheeky on uh, social media yeah. in general, right? Like his posts are pretty hilarious. Yes, yeah. So that's why you know I think I think if you just read it right, if you just read the interview, you'd be like, oh man, like what is happening there? But I think he was just he was just having a go at the 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 Norwegian coaches and, and I don't, yeah. I don't read anything into it. I think that he, I think he truly did want to prove that he deserves that last spot. And, and so he knew he needed to do something really well with, with Stromsheim winning in Oberhof and, and boy, I mean like, what else are you going to do? You want to sprint? Like <laughs> that yeah. was it. Uh, Justice Trello also had a really good race. Did and he? Yes. I don't know if you remember last year I had that dashboard that shows uh, showed uh, Simonator's streak of I mm-hmm. think 114 shots in a row, but Justice mm-hmm. uh, Trello was leading that dashboard on the prone shooting because mm-hmm. he uh, I forgot the number, but he had I don't know 15 rate or 10 races or 12 races in a row without missing a prone shot. Mm-hmm. Then. Uh, yeah. In Hochfilsen, he missed, and then he had a couple races where, you know, he didn't hit all the targets, but now the last four races, so the two sprints and pursuits in Oberhof and Ruppolding, he is 100% on prone again, so. Getting back to his usual uh, (laughs) streak. He is. Yeah, so he's getting a little faster, too. I think he's he's not that far away, because obviously he's just an amazing shooter. Not that far away from being able to do this on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think he's one of those athletes like he will never win it by pure skiing. Yeah, yeah. Right? But um, yeah. on days that others miss, he definitely mm-hmm. has that potential of not missing. And his yeah. his standing shooting actually has been pretty good. Uh, he missed one in this race, but uh, he's been pretty good this, this what's, season. What's he, do you know what he is right now? 
I forgot the the actual number, but it's no, don't, don't it's worry about it. High. Yeah, because I know that he's. I think he's the. Is he the best of the men shooters right now, shooters right now? He's I think up he's there. like ninety three percent or something. Yeah. Wow. Both um, uh, Swiss seven and eight. Yeah. It's How about that? Hard fact. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, so, do you know what's going on with JT Bo in this race? He was sick. He was sick, eh? Okay. Yeah. So I I wondered that too, and 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 so I asked online, and a lot of people said that he had mentioned to Norwegian media that he was sick coming into the race, and that's why he didn't run the relay either. Um, was to right. give him a few more days to to rest up. So because he 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 looks slow. <laughs> well, that's because I was like, oh, he only had one miss, and still, yeah, you know, forty three seconds back, yeah, yeah. So, yep. uh, yeah, he did not look like himself. Um, he was. Here, here's how here's how you know he was slow. Uh, he had the same number of misses as as <laughs> Logrit, and and they were separated by zero point uh, four seconds. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, <laughs> that's <laughs> Logrit's not slow, but you know what I mean. No, like, I was, yeah, yeah. I was just thinking yeah. that, like, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Philip Horn, hey, your uh, boy, last year on the IBU, he's he's up there again, even yeah, with two that's... misses. I was going to say is that he was he was the second highest guy with two misses. So um, yeah, yeah, he's he's making the most of his opportunity. Totally. Uh, Do we mention Jacamel already? So coming in second. Um, yep. He's going to get a win. I think uh, Jacquelin should be mentioned. Oh, should he? Yeah, yeah. Our I mean, guy. he he uh, missed second spot by four seconds and third uh. spot by point eight seconds. He was absolutely gassed on the last lap <laughs> yeah that, that that sprint in air quotes yeah he, he was just he was done hey yeah he was like oh but you man, know what he just, he i'd to rather get there. see that that they're just yeah. gassed and done 100 meters before the the finish line than those that you know they sprint yeah. but then right after they get up and still look fresh and yeah no so, he was done know. like he hadn't he had nothing in the tank and, yeah. and he had a good all around weekend. We can talk about it more in the pursuit too, but um, I know that he got a lot of, and we, you know, like we talked about it too, but in Oberhof his, his, what do you have? Like four penalty loops in the relay or something mm-hmm. like that. And um, I, you know, it, it wouldn't have surprised me if he would have had a bad weekend, but it, it it's great. He, he proved a yeah. lot coming back with this. So um, maybe he needs to get to that point that, uh, He's like, it can't get any worse. So, so I think we mentioned Campbell Wright already, but um, he had a great race. He did. As well, 50, 50 seconds back with one miss. And then yeah. I also, um, I've, uh, Rastor Guyev, mm-hmm. yeah. he's always in the you know, top 15, top 20, and, and he's actually had a pretty strong season so far. Yeah. Where is he overall? Um, and, and, Do you know? And his shooting is uh, very good, and he's thirty fifth. Yeah. Or sorry, not thirty fifth, thirty five years old. Yeah, twentieth um, overall. Yeah, twentieth overall. Yeah. So he's definitely a bit of an underrated athlete. But uh, what if he came with the, with a medal at the uh, at Worlds? Yeah, who knows? Wouldn't be stunned, but yeah, it's just one of Australia close close to that as well so i mean yeah. there's definitely some of the names that you know you they pop in every now and then uh the name 
Otto Invenius. I, yeah. I know it because it's, you know, quite a unique name, but uh, 21st had a good race too. So I, I remember him. So do you remember this? He, um, uh, at an Oslo last year, I got this, this picture of the, uh, the wax text running alongside him and just like absolutely screaming at him to, you know, oh, cheering him on. Yeah. yeah. So, and, and right. So obviously I've been, I've been keeping an eye on him since then, but this was his second best ever, uh, best ever finish. So, um, and his nice. teammate, uh, Heike Leitinen, mm-hmm. uh, finished in 24th. This is his best race ever by far. Before this, nice. his best finish was 47th. So, wow. yeah, that's, Very that's nice. pretty good. Um, um, one thing that I notice is when I look at, well, what is it? Top I think 30, I know where you're going. Much, it's zero, one, or 2, and then all of a sudden yeah. you see 25, 26, yeah. Hans Lohmann, Samuelson with 4 and 3 misses. Did you, so, do you, you see their start bibs, right? 8 and 10? Mm-hmm. So uh, Jesper Nellen was right in there as well. He was either, I think he was right in front of Ponsolom or right behind Samuelson. So they had like three out of four guys going out. And hmm. Nellen, you will notice, is nowhere near the top because he had a bunch of misses as well. He had he had three. And so they came through on for their prone shooting. And you had Nellen have two misses. Then you had immediately after that, you had... Ponchaloma have four and then Samuelson have two. So it was like just an absolute train wreck of a prone shooting for the Swiss or the Swedes, excuse me. And you just wonder. Do you like, recall, was there like a big gust of wind? Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. And like what happened in their zero ring? Because they were really off. Hmm. Yeah. It's just, uh, I, I had really good hopes for Samuelson. Right. Yeah. But it's just not working out. No. Um, I don't know what's, I, yeah. That team, the Swedish men just continue to confound me because last year, Ponsaloma had that, had just had a really good year, you know? And mm-hmm. Samuelson at the beginning, like the first three weeks of the season looked like he was as good as anybody. I don't, anyway, yeah. I don't know. Um, you mentioned Campbell, right? 12th was his best ever. I think that this is kind of what everybody was expecting of him. Probably, I mean, myself included, a little bit prematurely. Mm-hmm. Um, but he had a rough fall he had with some health issues, and he l- certainly looks like he is ready to roll now. Um, yeah. That's that's pretty awesome, and, and he's still super young. So hopefully, you know, this is just the start of, start of a, a, a climb for him where he's going to, you know, keep showing up higher and higher on these lists and one thing i did learn from our uh, favorite um announcers or commentators is that uh apparently he always had an american passport already but i guess Mm. he just grew up in new zealand and that's why he's there mom is american i'm not sure yeah Yeah. but so that's that's one of the reasons why he switch teams they're just which is kind of funny right when they say yeah you went to the u.s because they have more budget (laughs) yeah even though, you know, we know what the situation is, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, if you would, if you would, if you would have shown up and I don't know, like, I don't know, I was going to say Norway, but he wouldn't want to go there because that'd be a terrible idea. No. Yeah. You'd probably um, be uh 30th in the Norwegian team. Well, um, maybe not that low, but yeah. <laughs> and then our guy, uh, Maxime Makarov, right. We talked about him a little bit earlier, but mm-hmm. he had a, a career best 23rd in the, in the men's sprint. That's that's probably the most time we spent talking about a sprint all season. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, anybody else? Moving on. 
Yeah. <laughs> so then we got to the pursuits, and the pursuits today were just absolutely wild. Um, I think like these these were just a ton of fun. They these are the came. ones where every ten minutes you send me a text. Can I talk about this yet? Can I talk it about really it? Really was. Did you I, watch I, it? I, it was. It was nuts. So, um, did did you end up getting to watch them? I did watch both of them. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So and they um, were pretty darn exciting. Yeah. Yeah. So the 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 women's pursuit, uh, tangible. She starts out and she for the first couple laps, nothing spectacular. Um, you know, is is going on. She's sort of maintaining her her solid. Missed her lead very first shot of the third of the third shooting. Oh, not Tangerville, Vitozzi. Vitozzi, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Tangerville, she's got the lead. She's out there, and she's, um, yeah, she's just she's maintaining her her lead through the prone shooting, and then she misses on the the uh, the last shot of her third shooting. And I I remarked about it at the time, and like you could see her barrel moving all over the place. The fact that she got (laughs) four out of five down, I was stunned. it was yeah, she was a little shaky, but she 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 got through it, and the look on her face, like when she missed it, like she like she just was like you know like because um, <laughs> she knew right that that she had just opened the door for everybody, and um, yeah, and then it got exciting because then then they were I mean I was Arna Clive and Vitazzi were were right there with her, and um. So the three of them, they they run the 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 second lap or the excuse me the the fourth lap, and they come to you know the the shooting range and really I think Batazzi was tagged on behind. I tangible had had a tiny Arnick lead. Life came in first. Yeah, well, I was going to say is that is that is that Batazzi sort of tagged on behind the entire time. I don't think she did a second of work on the entire lap, which was yeah. kind of smart. And uh, Arnick Life came in first, tangible or excuse me, then Batazzi and tangible and came went third. I assume that she did this because she's left-handed and just wanted to be facing away from them. Mm. Do you, I don't know. I, 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 I don't know if I that said. bothers them, to be honest. Yeah. So, but they're, it was amazing. I mean, they're so used to always staring people in the face. I think it's more. It's actually, if I were a left-handed shoot, I would yeah. want to stare one of the competitors in the face because they're not used to it all the time. That's a good point. Yeah. Because that um, must be a bit weird when you're, you know, you're you're setting yourself up and then somebody's. Well, I'm mean, not staring at you, but I don't know. Like that, no, I get sees it. that I get all it. the time. Yeah, yeah. So, um, anyway, they all they all won five for five. Did you see the Tangervold's post race interview? No. So she said that she saw all of her targets go down, and she was like, "Yes!" And then she <laughs> turned and saw all the other targets had gone down. And she was like, "No!" <laughs> oh man! I mean, they. I mean, the three of them shot. Five for five. I think they were all like twenty one, twenty two seconds. It was, it was, it was really great. It and was so they, awesome to see. Yeah. And I was it the group after them. They also had a couple of uh, clean uh, zeros. Yeah. So they had um, uh, uh, Jean Monod was clean. Uh, Hacky Gross and Preutz, who you know had been up there, they they both right. had a miss. Yeah. But then you had uh, Brise Boucher, Hannah Uberg, uh, Brorson, Knoten, Davidova all came through clean. It was it was a bunch of clean shooting there at the end. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, so then, last lap again. Uh, I think Batazzi, I think, led for like, I don't know. Quarter she tried of the to lap. break away. Yeah, well, she went for like a quarter of the lap. Then she tucked in behind Tangerbold and, and Arna Clive. And then it was going up the last incline. She tried to break away, which was like seven, eight hundred meters away from the finish. Tried to break away. And she, she shook Arna Clive loose. 
but Tangerville did that thing where she gapped and then came, you know, she, she clawed it back. And so that going to the finish, I was thinking to myself, I was like, well, we've seen Tangerville do this before where she, mm. right. She gets gapped, comes back and then goes around. And, uh, but Vitazzi was just, she, it was her day. She looks so and, uh, slick. In the last, you know, that long straight stretch yeah. to the finish, it never felt like Tangerville was coming back. It felt back. like, it felt like Tangerville was working really hard to stay on her tails, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 And Vitazzi I think she was came just... back because of her skis and the slipstream so? in the downhill a bit. Yeah. Um, and then, but yeah. I, I'm, I was confused because they went out, didn't they leave like pretty much the same time? Oh, yes. The yeah. rain. Or was there yeah. a little bit of a gap? Because in the fifth loop, the loop time was actually, Tandervolt was eight, or um, was faster than Fatozzi? No. Do I? Oh. Other way around? Yeah. No, for the loop time. Um, oh, that's interesting. Lampage I thought they, was I thought they left. And altogether. Yeah, it's but, just po- point yeah. 0.4, so it could be that it's, you know, maybe, uh, yeah. maybe Fatozzi was a second ahead or something. Yeah. Who, uh, you know, I always like to uh, look at the isolated times, the actual yeah. race time. Did you see uh, Davidova? Was I did. First, she had an awesome race. Yeah, I was so so happy for her that uh, finally, yes. Clicked. And in the nick of time, right? So uh, she showed a couple of signs earlier, right? And mm-hmm. uh, I think it was just last weekend, right, that she might be getting things going. But man, that was a huge race for her. Yeah, and um, uh, Uni Arnaclave is uh, mm-hmm. I, she impresses me a lot too. She does because yeah. she she had a, a couple of races where you know for our expectations maybe she wasn't doing great, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, she's and and Vogt, uh had a I would say tenth ninth uh, isolated time. Nice, just a bit faster than uh, Tandrevolt. Where was where was Hacky Gross in there? Because so she came up uh, three, four, fifth. Yeah, so she fifth she, isolated she, time. She came up really well. Um, yeah. I was impressed there. Um, and your uh, Justine Prejaboucher four misses, hey, and then yeah, still had the seventh time. She, she made a run seventh. right. So so Tangerwald's going to be in yellow to start on Anholtz, but. Rosé Boucher, like she made a charge to try to cut down that, and she almost did it because I think the gap is only like six points, um, mm. right? If she had moved up one more spot, and she ended up two seconds behind Ports, so uh, she almost kept the almost kept the bib for another week. Yeah, yeah, no, was... and she kind of came out of nowhere because to me she was like, okay, her and Simon are out of it, right? Because their shooting yeah. was. Uh, yeah. Not uh, not great in the beginning, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, she was all of a sudden she was right there. She dropped like they were both like way back at one point. Mm-hmm. I don't have the splits in front of me, but it felt like after the first or second shooting, like they were like in twenty seventh place or something like that. Right. Um, um, Maka Anna Maka. I've, mm-hmm. I've mentioned her in the, the last couple of uh, pods. Uh, I would mm-hmm. say she has about fifteen. To- Isolated time. She went from thirty third to twenty first. Mm-hmm. So good result for her. And you mentioned Benina Pfeiffer from Canada. Sure did. She went from thirty uh, second to twenty second, and she shot clean. What so, a 
What a weekend yeah. for Benita Piper. I mean, yeah. that was awesome. I didn't I you know, I didn't know that she had it in her. At least I not this year. I'm sure you did. <laughs> you know all these guys. But um No, I don't. I I um I I was just so happy for the Canadian team because like Lunder didn't have a phenomenal weekend, but she looked solid, right? I think she was like thirty mm-hmm. fifth and thirtieth, and Moser had another good another good day out there. So, um, I just yeah, it feels like things are moving in a really positive direction for the Canadian women. Absolutely, right now. yeah, yeah. Uh, mentioned Basarga, um, she finished in twelfth. So, uh, personal best or tied a personal best anyway for her. Um, I also saw that uh, Skogan did not start. Even though, well, she was fifty third, so not uh, yeah, you know, best result in the sprint, but still qualified. But then she didn't sure. start. Do you think that was a bit of a interesting mm, the lingering sickness that you know was already not great for the relay, or do you think yeah. maybe it was more of a combination? I just need of... to take a rest. That's a good question. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Hauser actually just, uh, you know, she right. was, yeah. So she was uh 15 for 15 had a miss in the, in the last shooting, but she had worked her herself all the way up to just the edge of the top 10. So, um, it's coming, you know, it's not, she definitely doesn't have the skis that she's had or, or she doesn't have the legs I should say that she's had the last couple of years, but yeah, maybe, maybe a late season, uh, a late season peak. She can get something together for the third mm-hmm. trimester. It's probably the first time I've, Heard somebody say that somebody went fifteen for fifteen in the pursuit. <laughs> <laughs> We're looking for positives. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, Fidotsu went nineteen for nineteen. Okay? She did. She went nineteen for nineteen. <laughs> After the first one, she went nineteen for nineteen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and then, uh, and but what do you I, think? I must say, like, how long has it been that you? had a a pursuit race where three athletes went into the last, the final lap together. It's been a while. They basically could hold hands. Couldn't tell. Yeah. And and they were, yeah, they were that. So, you know, I, I went on my little rant about Dole and Claude and and their, their silliness. This is the opportunity where if you want to play games, like this is when you do it anyway. Yeah. I still think it's a bad idea, but whatever. And, uh, Jean Monod fourth again. Fourth yeah. and invisible because we didn't mention her. Yep. We mentioned about twenty other women, but not yeah. her. <laughs> yeah, I kind of felt bad for her because there were stretches where she was just all by herself. Um, yeah, especially that, that last lap. Yeah, I, I think I mentioned this before. This is where I believe yeah. champions often are when they're not winning. They're still yeah. kind of out of the picture and come in fourth or fifth or yeah. But, yeah, she was. Uh, yeah. That's impressive, right? So I, I mm. I'm impressed by her. I don't, you know, I think she's going to be out of the the overall race this year, but um, I think she's going to be in it in the future. Yeah. So you mentioned uh, when was the last time you saw three together at the end of a or in the last lap of a pursuit? What about what about five? Can I interest you in in a five a five person final lap? Well, and and throw on top of that that uh, the 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 first person to cross the the exit of the penalty or the, yeah penalty loop, I guess yeah for the last time in a race, almost skis over the guy. <laughs> Did you see that? <laughs> yeah, where they were both had to avoid a collision. I think it was Dala and uh, uh, or was it JT Bo maybe? But uh, <laughs> it was, yeah, it's like yeah. 
it was it was there was, there was a lot of traffic going in and out of the, out of the <laughs> no little, kidding little, yeah oh man so uh yeah what'd you think was this fun it was really boring until the third shooting and, and then it and got you wild. never hope for a guy to miss but in this case it's yeah. like okay now now the things are getting yeah. interesting I know, and I remember I, I I said something at you know one point, and I was like, you know, I don't want anything bad to happen to Dalla or Christensen or or Tariabo, but <laughs> but it would be nice. It would be interesting, <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> yeah. it had that feel right about halfway through. It just mm-hmm. had a feel of like, all right, these three guys. I mean, they're gonna this will be the podium, and it's just who comes out on top, right? Um, yeah, that is not what happened. I I don't know. Christensen could have done pretty much anything but have two penalty loops, right? All right. I mean, I guess more, but he could right. have had going on perfect or or missed one, and I would have been like, "Yeah, that makes perfect sense." I did not see two mm-hmm. misses coming, <laughs> but that sure made it. That made it thrilling. And that final spurt by Dale. Oh my god, he killed him! Like does it? Oh, not even a chance. <laughs> uh-uh. No. See you later. No. Yeah, it was like he went and nobody had like nobody had it. Right. Nobody was yeah. nobody was hanging in there. Um Christensen, he and and JT Bo, they they tried a little bit, but it wasn't wasn't gonna happen. Yeah. And Dala, no. so he went and around the same place that Vitazzi went when she mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. couldn't quite shake Tangervold. Dala got such a big lead that he could celebrate down the final stretch. Like he was turned around, he was looking at the crowd, right? Yeah. And he was no nobody was near him. Um, um, looking at the uh, isolated, yeah. Uh, JT Bo still the fastest. Yeah, I was gonna say, uh, he. This is gonna sound silly because, of course, he's impressive. But I was really impressed today because he, for most of the race, was kind of stuck in that sort of like I guess he's sort of still in the race, but mm. doesn't really look like he's got got the skis. Well, I guess if he goes five for five, but then he he did. Like he was the first guy to come up and and him and Dolly, right? They went five for five and, and came off of the came off of the, the range. And I was like, Oh I shit. Thought it, like oh, here it goes. Excuse me, but um like where did that come from? Because yeah. he, he just didn't look like he didn't look like JT Bo the entire race, and then he did. Well, I thought the the third shooting, first standing shooting he looked like himself until the last shot. You could yeah. you could see the rhythm, and then mm-hmm. all after the fourth, he seemed to hesitate a bit, and then he, I think he, that's the one he missed. Because mm-hmm. um, otherwise, I think he would have won it, right? Well, oh yeah, yeah. He never would've. know what would have happened in fourth shooting. Um, Ponsaloma yeah. second, isolated, and Samuelson fourth, and we mentioned Rostroguyev in fifth. Nice race. But uh, how about Yakov Fuck third, yes. isolated time of the day? Yeah, he was good last place. week, and uh, yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, and I, I was going to say Rostro Gruyev's in tenth as well. So, um, mm-hmm. some really nice races from from both of them. Strolia, yep. I was going to say we haven't really spoken about him in in a while, but eighteenth in the sprint, eleventh in the pursuit. That was a really nice yeah. nice weekend. Sixth, twenty for twenty today. Sixth time of the day. Yeah. What did you say? Sixth. Uh, sixth time of the day, like isolated time. Nice. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, uh, nothing would make me happy. He just is the he's the the famous ski guy, right? Where yep. he picked up the ski from yeah. the you know. So I don't remember who lost it anymore, but I remember he picked it up. Well, 
He will always did, be remembered for that. Where did Perot come in in the uh, isolated pursuit? Yeah, he was high. He was uh, just behind Strolia. Okay. Yeah, because he he, yeah. he 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 um. He was. I didn't. I didn't see it come, but he sort of snuck in there for the top ten at the end. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, going back to JT Bo for a second, like that was a real. Uh, he he. Sorry, I don't want to focus too much on him, but it was key for salvaging his weekend for points because, like, I think he was what eleventh or twelfth, tenth, somewhere in that range, uh, going into the last shooting, mm. and um, maybe he was seventh, but but getting all the way up to the podium position, like he gained himself a lot of points. And this is not one of those years where he has just a dominant lead in the overall. So I think he actually, I think if he lost a little bit to his brother this weekend, but, but not much at all. Um, And if, if this was his down weekend for the year, like that's, (laughs) that's okay. Right. He, he, he did okay with it. Um, Yeah. Again, that's the champ, right? If you lose, you don't lose by much. Yeah. Yep. What did you think of Jack Land today? I don't know. Yeah. Like you just feel as soon as he misses that early in the race. Yeah. Uh yeah. Unless unless you get one of those, okay, I'm out now, so I'm just gonna do whatever, but it seems typically that he's when he's out, he's like, Oh, mm-hmm. not again and then you know exactly, high fiving yeah. the coaches and stuff and <laughs> <laughs> I, I obviously he didn't do that today because I think he still came in fourth. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's uh, I I think which is the case for most, but especially with him, if his first shooting is going clean and then the second, I think it's harder and harder to beat him. Yeah, because then he builds that confidence and yeah, believes yeah. in himself, and I think it. it he probably has the strong one of the strongest negative effects if he mm-hmm. doesn't do well in the first. Uh... Yeah, it's like it's like uh, I don't know if you guys know the cartoon Peanuts, and there's the character Pigpen who just has this like cloud of dirt that follows him around, and that's what <laughs> I feel about Jack Lynn, right? Like if he gets a couple of misses, it's like this this sort of cloud that he has just hanging over him, and yeah, um, I, I I am impressed that he was able to gather himself and finish in fourth. Because mm-hmm. I think we have seen races where he has the misses and he could have ended up in 25th. But, yeah. you know, I don't know. There's, I think what, what the, my, the thing I struggle with with him is that the talent is so huge with him that mm-hmm. he is not just any random biathlete. Like he is, he has the ability to win all the time, but it's just so, it's just a struggle and it's just, it's hard. It, I don't know why I'm saying this, but I, for some reason, I keep feeling that he is an unmedicated ADHD person or something like that, mm-hmm. where he just has a mental um, difference. Yeah, from other people that. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he just is not able to to find a solution to that for yeah. himself. But yeah, it, it, and, and, yeah, and I will say so. This is right. So, so mental health is no laughing matter. Um, and it can be a fine line, I think, for high level athletes because a lot of the mm-hmm. medications can reduce your top work, um, like the the top amount of work that your heart can do. So, okay, um, so it sort of limits it. So, so you can. So, a lot of 
top athletes don't necessarily want to be on medications because mm. it can it will keep them from reaching peak performance. So I again, I, I he has spoken openly about depression. This is this that's not just idle speculation, but um. So I but I have no idea about what he does. You know for how he treats no, it. No, and that's, I and yeah. I hope I didn't come across that I don't take it serious. Um, no, no, I, you did not. I you mean, did not. I, um, I just wanted to. I just wanted I, to make sure. I yeah. know, as somebody who, who is taking ADHD medication, what a huge difference that can make in in being yeah. calm yeah. Uh, at the right moment. And I don't know you, that. I guess the, what I see in him, it feels like somebody with ADHD, where he can be completely focused, and then mm-hmm. there's a little bird flying over, and then it's like, oh, pretty bird. And then, oh yeah, where, what am I doing? <laughs> yeah, like I don't no know. That's yeah, yeah. That, um, that, yeah, no, you, you, I just want to reassure you. And I didn't you want that to call did it, a, I didn't want to call it like a mental disability or whatever. Cause no, I, no, for no, me, I, it's yeah. like everybody just has a different brain and, yeah, you know, it's not, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just, uh, yeah, it's just different, different you setup. You did not come off disrespectful at all. I just okay. wanted to make sure okay. that I, I wanted to make, re, be reassuring that I, I was not, yeah, I was okay. not, not, yeah. Um, uh, Strello was the fifth man, the fifth man of that five man group. And, um, hmm. you know, we, we mentioned earlier, he does not have the speed to keep up with any of the guys ahead of him, but he, he tried, right. He, he was game. He was out there and, oh, yeah. um, he didn't give up, did not give up. And what a weekend, right? Sixth in the sprint, fifth in the pursuit. That's uh, well, a very nice back to back. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm very optimistic for his, uh, his mm-hmm. future going forward. Um, I had one more question, but it's more of a generic. Do you feel based on what we've seen in these first five world cups, that there are athletes who have chosen to focus on the world championships and maybe show in the first races that they're not quite there because they are trying to peak at the world championships? Yes, I do. Um, I think that, uh, my suspicion is that the Czech team is mm-hmm. that way because they have almost across the board taken a bizarre step backwards um, from where they were not just last year, but the year before that, like Davida being one, but also Jaslova, uh, Kirchmarsh, Strateki, like they all look worse than I would expect them to be. Mm-hmm. And um, you, you maybe would maybe maybe you could say that there was something perfect about last year that so many of them had had good seasons, but um, you, I, I, this is sort of a beyond beyond reason for them all to have taken this step back. So I think that they are all hoping for a a really big show on uh, in mm-hmm. front of their home crowd. But uh, was there was there somebody else? I, you know, I could I could maybe think of an argument if if maybe. You know, we know that Samuelson likes to have a, a peak for Worlds, um, like he did. He was really able to mm-hmm. do last year. Um, but uh, is there somebody else that came to mind for you? Well, I was more thinking of the likes of uh, Hannah Oberg or um, yeah. uh, Ligret, who mm. okay, who yeah. I don't think is the reason why. Because mm-hmm. mm, I think they're just having not the season that they were hoping for. Yeah, but you know, if they do really well, the world championships, and then they say, "Yeah, we've been, you know, we chose to go in that direction." Mm-hmm. Um, it, it would explain a lot, but yeah, I don't know. I I thought maybe with Lisa Hauser as well. Yep, that's I, that's I, I that's where I was going to go next to. 
Yeah. But I do I do think like a Davidova that maybe that is why she just wasn't and, and like shooting she is, is one thing but the skiing, right? That's Yeah. Uh, if she is then it looks like she's got things moving in a good direction for that peak. Mhm. Um, but uh, so next weekend we have Antholtz and then there's a week off and then the world championships, all right? Correct. Yep. Yeah. So still almost a month. Yeah. Um, another one that I would put in that bucket of maybe uh, sort of holding for a, a peak at at Worlds um, was. Uh, I was going to say QFM. Um, mm. And it was interesting because he ran the relay and looked way off. Like he just looked slow. And ran the sprint. Did he run the sprint? He he, he either pulled out of the sprint or didn't, pull, or didn't run the um, didn't run the pursuit. And mm. I just wanted to, to mark that down. Yeah, he did not run the he finished 33rd in the sprint didn't run the pursuit. And so I don't know if if this is just a weird season for him. If well, two years could, ago could was a, be health, right? Was it two years ago was a once in a lifetime? Yeah. Yeah. So, but he's down to seventeenth in the overall. So if 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 he's going to quote unquote salvage the year, it's got to be at Worlds because for him, yeah. I think you know that that's what it's got to be about. Well, I remember the last time the the only time in in memory that the Norwegians didn't win the relay was at the World Championships last year, right? <laughs> That's true. Yeah. But it was bizarro conditions, right? Well, yeah, yeah. But still. <laughs> so if you're, if you think they're going to Try to give the French some hope. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or any yeah, other team. What really. a, what a, what a shock that would be. Say the Germans won. Oh, man. Check. Hey, they, they were awesome last year at Worlds in the relay mm-hmm. until the very end. Um, Anything else that stood out? Uh, we meant so this is not from the World Cup, uh, but down on the IBU Cup. Uh, I mentioned her before, but Anna Andexer, A N D E X E R. So she has had just a really solid year. Um, she started out on the juniors. I didn't even plan on mentioning her, so I'm actually you're going to hear me typing because I'm pulling up her uh, real biathlon um, because I just want to get her numbers right. Um, she is a uh, she's one of the the Anna uh, Austrians because it's her and Gondler and Yupe, and she is uh, twenty years old. So she had uh, last weekend she was twentieth, fourth, sixth, second, and then this week she started out fourth in the sprint and then twelfth in the the mass sixty. So, um, you know, and she had three or four wins on the juniors before moving up to the IBU Cup. So is she this the Austrian awesome. you were talking about earlier? Yes, that yep. almost yep. wins everything. Yeah, or and then uh, and then and then I mentioned Idaline. Uh She is also, you know, putting together some nice performances on the IBU Cup. So uh, mm-hmm. it's been a rough couple of years for her. I'm I'm hopeful that hey, we are going to see her on the World Cup next week. She is announced for Antholtz. Nice. Yeah. So good for her. Um, one thing I would have loved to see. Mm-hmm. I don't know if. Um, um, Ekhoff is at every World Cup for the mm, yep. NRK, uh, the Norwegian TV. But I would have loved to see yes, yeah, her and Dan Revolt. I don't uh, know interview. if the of if the friendship is completely back to where it was, or if it, there's still a bit of a crack that 
that will never be fixed again. But yeah. um, it sounds like they're doing pretty well. Yeah. Um, I wanted to ask you before we go. So just quick overview of the the overall standings because they're they're much tighter this year than they have been in a long time. And I shouldn't say a long time. I guess the Lagrid and, and JT Bo had a really good race a couple mm-hmm. years ago. But on the men's side, Tangervold, on the excuse me, at the women's side, Tangervold, uh, 666 points. Brise Boucher is 657 points. So she is just nine points back. Lisa Vitazzi is in 606 points. So she's 60 points back. And then you go Elvira, 541. Uh, Preutz, 505. Simone, 497. And I, you know, I, how far down the list do you think you go to find somebody who is out of the running? Just can't do it. Um, and I, I can give you my I, answer first if you want. No, I I okay. think uh, up to Simo, I could see. Okay, I could see the winner coming from there. Yeah, yeah, I think. That's probably fair. As I much would, as I would like to see Jean Monod, I just yeah. don't think it's going to happen this year. But uh. so I think, yeah. So well, I answered the. So I was thinking about it earlier, and I had, I said Elvira was kind of my cutoff. But I think you're oh, okay. probably right now that I think about it more. Just um, Simon is just such a. She could she go win like two out of three. She races has a chance, right? Yeah. Yeah. So she could go win two out of three, and and that wouldn't really surprise anybody. Um, the other thing I'll say is that. Uh, uh, Preutz still has the best average finish of fifth. Um, and Tangerwald hmm. average finish is 5.6 and Vitazzi 5.7. Just right. Yeah. Not surprising at the top, but I just thought it was interesting that Preutz is still. Yeah. Yeah. Suffering from, uh, from missing a couple of races there. What about on the men's side? So on the men's side, um, like I said, not the normal dominant, uh, JT Bo just running away from everybody. He's at 671. Uh, Tario Although is, if you look at his average points, though, eh? Yeah, it's still pretty good. He's but still five, five ninety three six, and then Tario fifty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dalla five eighty nine, Lagrid five oh nine. Do you think anybody really has a chance? I I definitely don't think that JT Bo is unbeatable this year. Yeah. Um, I I I think Dala has a really good shot if they leave him on the team because you don't know. Yeah. But uh, I don't so know. Was... He just, the way he beats yeah. him in skiing is uh, really impresses me. But It is. It all comes down to the shooting, right? Yeah. That was gonna be, that was what I was going to say is I think the real threat is Dala. I think he's the, he's the, the best, the best chance. Well, and then I know Samuelson's season is not great, but he, he's missed, three races as well mm-hmm. and he's still in eight spots so um i i'm not saying like i would be shocked if he still wins the overall mm-hmm. oh he's, he's in 11th actually. he's in 11th yeah poncel uh, was in eighth yeah uh, they're all tight right it's it's 404 401 389 387 uh, who is going to be the top non-norwegian right now it's dole in seventh which is just a just a ridiculous statement. Uh, I would still put my money on. Uh, I'm leaning towards Samuelson, but I have a I don't know. I have a feeling that Jacomel is gonna Ooh. have a really good season. Yeah, I I, like I, it. I 
as much as I would love to see Dole stay yeah. in there, I don't think he's going to last a whole season at that I love, level. I love Giacomelli. I think that's a, that's a really good, really good call. And yeah, other than that, I don't really. How is the yeah. U25 doing right now? Obviously, Giacomel's wearing the blue bib and has been for uh, Perot 271. So he's 100 and, 118 points behind. I think that one's pretty much over. Mm-hmm. Biona's at 240. Yeah. Oh, well. Anything else? This is this is our longest nope. of the season. Uh, I yeah. told you it was going to be big. There was just a lot that happened. Yeah. Uh, no, it was. Uh, yeah, I think uh, we I'm covered sure it. There's a couple of things at about five minutes, and I'm like, oh, I wish I would have said that. But uh, it, I, there was for just for me the big thing as a Canadian. I was really happy to see the Canadians back. Um, yeah. I mean, obviously they're not necessarily a nation that's cons- con- consistently on the podium, but I still I really missed them last week. Yeah. Um, so it was good to have them back and, yeah, and yeah. doing well. I'll say the same thing. Uh, I loved having the Canadians and Benita Pfeiffer, Nadia Moser. We mentioned them both. Emma Lunder was solid. Um, yeah. Nice to have uh, Runnels uh, back in there. He had he had a, a decent weekend. Um, I really enjoyed seeing Campbell Wright come out and mm-hmm. sort of this this and felt maybe... like his, his real debut is is in the the American uniform. Right. So yeah, uh, and uh, maybe the Canadians are. Uh... Aiming oh. for the world championships. Oh. Speak, that's, Although, that's a good call. Or what? are they are they aiming for a peak in Camor? Oh. Hmm. Well, maybe they're just aiming for a peak later in the season. Let's let's go that way. Put it that way. Yeah. That would be interesting. It will hey, just keep going up. The best thing about this, this tight overall race, it stays like this. They all gotta come to North America. Exactly. Yeah, they yeah. all got to so show up. Nobody's running away with it, so. Nope. So, yeah, I'll uh, start reaching out to Tandervolt, see if we can set something up for you. Yeah, we might get it. We might get her on the books in about seven years. I think she's a little, <laughs> a little busy. Yeah. Our best chance our best chance is to ambush her in Canmore. I'm not sure how well that would go, but. Uh, no, I don't mean I ambush mean, her. It, like, it I didn't mean a... like, I didn't mean like pop out behind a building. <laughs> it I could meant be like, like a, a one, one of a lifetime because after that we'll be in jail. In but... jail. No, I meant, <laughs> I meant like in the, in like in the post, the post race media area, like to, to well, pop up and ask a question. I, I still have the idea that that's an opportunity that we cannot step away from. We have to do it, right? Get our our press cart and stuff. I yeah, we have to. We we also have access to that. Yeah, yeah. Because seriously, I I don't. Because I would, I feel much more comfortable doing it and can more than I would like. And and like if I if I suddenly showed up in roof holding, like there's no way on earth I'm standing up and asking a question. (laughs) Uh, I think you'd be fine anywhere. (laughs) I probably would, but (laughs) still, I'd feel a little slightly more uncomfortable. (laughs) All right. This is, uh, uh, we're over an hour and a half. If you guys yeah. are listening to us at this point, uh, kudos credit to, you. to you. Yeah. And, and, and thank you very much for, uh, yeah. for listening. Oh, seriously. Yeah. Um, and, uh, this, this was an to, awesome weekend. Uh, the favorite, uh, yes. resort for the majority of athletes and coaches. Yeah. Did you see, did you see what we're starting with? Well, we talked about that last week, right? Short, short individual. Short individual. I, I, yep. I never knew that they even planned. Nope. I thought it was always a backup for, oh, there's not enough snow for an individual. Let's do a short one, but 
Short individual, the men go on Thursday, women on Friday, <clears throat> mixed relays on Saturday, and mass starts on, on Sunday. And then we have a bit of a break. So yep. this season's flying by. I'm I know loving it. They're real. Yeah. Yeah. But it, I, yeah. and I'm I'm super excited for how it's gonna end, but I don't want it to be over. Yeah. All right. This was a lot you of have fun. A good one. Yep. Yeah. You too. Take care.